Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with just some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Yes. Um, well, Dave Gorman was back, wasn't he? He was. Always good value. Uh, comedian, TV present, Liverpool fan. He we discovered in. an interesting thing about mashed potato. We did. We spoke to a boffin live, didn't we? During yeah. uh, during a class, as you'll hear. Sounds like the class had gone out for break or something. Yeah, they weren't really they weren't really joining in. I think he probably had headphones. They were just sitting there looking at him, slightly overawed. And we had a chat. Didn't we we did some yes. of it football, some of, of it football, not other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Ed. Good afternoon, Paul. I, I uh, got back in time to watch the second half last night. I missed the first half, unfortunately, with a family dinner. But uh, well played, Sheffield United. I mean, what a yeah. brilliant performance. I do like the way they play. Mm. And it's very interesting, and it's, and it's effective, and they're doing incredibly well. And they're brilliantly coached by Chris Wilder and his assistant, Alan Neal. Oh, and, yes, uh, of course, and, Alan. And Alan's Spanish cousin, Juan, who uh, chips in on tight game strategy. I'm sure he does. Yeah, <laughs> I'd of love course. to see Juan join Unai Emery's staff. Juan nil to the Arsenal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this, yeah. So basically what you've done there is come up with a headline for a man who doesn't exist. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Yeah, so you have to do that whole elaborate backstory just to get that <laughs> well, one you nil. know me. It would be nice if he has got, um, you know, Juan, his Spanish cousin. He Alan, hasn't, though. It seems <laughs> unlikely, doesn't it, really? And I was listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and Alan Brazil oh, You're was... such a company man. I know, because yeah. I like the show. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, but that's what I listen no, to in the morning. Don't, don't apologise, <laughs> Andy. I listen to myself. I heard Alan rubbishing the new rule where you have to walk off uh, when you're substituted the nearest point. Yeah. And he goes... What idiot thought of that? And I was thinking, well, David Ellery, basically. Yeah. Who should change his name. People hate his new rules, so he should change his name to David Pillory. I mean, he's clever. absolutely been slaughtered, That's hasn't he, by everybody. Yeah. It, it's the absolute opposite effect of what he wanted. He wanted to leave his legacy with football, and all he's done is come up with this set of rules that everybody thinks is ridiculous. Yeah, well, he's well got done. He, can tweak them. he can tweak them. Well, he can tweak them. I suppose he can. Big shout out to uh, I'm going to do another bit of company man work here. Oh yeah, to Kate Lawler, who uh, is our colleague on Virgin. And yeah. uh, if, if you're on Instagram, follow Kate on Instagram. She's very, very funny. But uh, she did a brilliant thing on the weekend. She went with Chris Evans and the gang to Amsterdam. Yeah. To basically, they were doing the marathon. There were two races: the 8K. Yeah. And the marathon. Right. And she basically went out on a very heavy night in Amsterdam. Got back at 5 a.m. Yeah. But during the evening, was talked into doing the marathon with no training. God. So she was about to do the, eight, the 8K. <laughs> 8K. She was yeah. ready to do the 8K. Yeah. 
And she did it in four minutes, four hours, not four minutes, four hours and 52 minutes, which I think for somebody who didn't train is incredible. The whole thing raised 400 grand for the dementia charity, so it was a wonderful weekend. That's amazing. So she did it completely cold, having had actually a little bit dangerous if she was dehydrated and she'd had a lot the night before. Honestly, she'd look at her at the end of the race. She looks fine as you like, and uh, she had the day off yesterday, but she's back today. Natural fitness. One of the. Well, uh, I think she, yeah, does a lot of working. Didn't one of the producers here who signed up years ago, uh, Steve, he signed up. Steve Hodge. He's the only other person I know who did that. Well, he signed up for the marathon and he got there and uh, somehow he forgot his trainers. Didn't he do it? He did it in his, no, he did it, he sh- did, did he do it in his shoes. I think one year he did that, and one year he did it with no training. God. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's a not, I wouldn't recommend no, it. You, no, you yeah. really put the hours in. It can be dangerous. But she's a freak, obviously, Kate, in the nicest possible way. Well done to her. That is brilliant. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. So, um, some research from Yale University. We thought we might get you going on this talk sport, listeners. Um, apparently, uh, people can judge you in an interview situation mm. or for a first impression oh, yeah. within seven words. Often that's related to social class, but yeah. sometimes it only takes seven words to be spoken to have major implications in a job I mean, interview. Well, I, I find this amazing because I've, I've always known this, that when you're interviewing people for a job, you can tell within sort of... Like when I met you and you came to and wanted to work on fantasy football, oh, yeah. I knew within 10 seconds you were right for the whole thing. I really? just knew. Yeah, of course. And and look, my track record of the people I employed on that show is pretty incredible what they went on you, to. You're a fantastic star spider, Andy. Brilliant. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I rubbish myself when I'm rubbish and I give yeah. myself credit when it's due. Yeah. And, uh, and so... If you were on 10% of their earnings now, you'd be doing all right, wouldn't you? I'd be on a fortune. Yeah. But that's the thing. I often, but I've, I know people and younger people, and even my own family, who go for jobs. And the interview process is unbelievable. Now it's you get another interview, another interview, two more people, a different person. Yeah. Think, don't you know from the first second if somebody's right? If you could work with them or you couldn't work with them, you look at their qualifications. You think, well, that's they've got that, and they're the sort of person I quite like. I quite like to work with. Okay, I'll give them the job. Well, wow. you know. Where so I'm not surprised that research is right. Maybe we're matching a, a massive. HR departments, etc. You have to be much more accountable. You know, you can't just go on your gut feel. No, maybe shame, back though, in the it? day, in smaller businesses, you can. But the yeah. seven words that you have—it just—I uh, suppose, I suppose—if the first seven words you say is you shake the person's hand for mm. the interview and you say to them, uh, "Come on, I haven't got all day," <laughs> that wouldn't be a good start. But we just—it's not necessarily the seven words. I'm just interested uh, this afternoon to know the day you made a very bad impression, whether it was a job mm. interview, that first impression, because they say, you know, you never get the second chance and all that so whether it was uh, with, a, with the future in-laws uh, mm. whether it was uh, you know with a, a on a date but that first moment what did you do what did you say uh, that you I look mean, back now sometimes people just don't like you you know yeah. you don't like someone or they don't like you there's no yeah. particularly a reason for it it just happens doesn't it? it does that's true it, they can take against you but anyway let us know that first impression you made uh, or someone made with you and got it hopelessly wrong and did they did you manage to get it back or did they manage to get it mm. back maybe you've been married for 40 years after all that, who knows? Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J, and get in touch uh, this afternoon. We'll bring you the best of those throughout the show. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
from Talksport. Say, the trooper that he is, despite hearing him last <laughs> night, <laughs> croaking away. This studio is like a lab from Through, one of them where they test out the common cold. I think they, the yeah, yeah. passing it around, Dave, I, I attempt not to give you mine. I'm at the tail end of it, having got mine from Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave Gorman's joined us. Good to see you, Dave. I'm very nice to be here. Thank yeah. you very much indeed. You're sounding a lot better today because um, you've done this before. You did it around Modern Life is Good as you'd kind of, you'd, you'd take texts and, and tweets and stuff from people during the show. Yeah, we did the it for the, the last three series of Modern Life is Goodish. I yeah. did the live links on, on the night and they, they wanted to sort of carry on the tradition with this new show as well. Mm. Very happy to do it. Wasn't expecting to get laid low by a flu the week before <laughs> while on tour. Yeah, no. Spend two hours on stage every night shredding my voice and then <laughs> have a full day of interviews and then do the live link. So it was croaky McCroaky last night, <laughs> for sure. Uh, the, uh, the new show is called Terms and Conditions Apply. Yes. And if you liked Goodish, I think you'll enjoy this, because it, it, it's, there are similarities in some ways, aren't there? I yeah, it's, it's, it's still... It's very much your style. Yeah, the mm. double act of me and a screen is still there, yeah. um, except I'm using each bit as a sort of way in to a conversation with other people, mm. with other, with some guests um, and some games and things like that. So one thing that's really, um, you know, well, a sort of labour-saving device for me, because Goodish was always very um, authored and composed and each show was a whole. It wasn't some discrete bits of stand-up. Each one mm. was an hour-long monologue that yeah. was sort of structured together. I always used to come up with lots of bits that didn't belong so I had the idea of doing stuff about frequently asked questions for years. It's been on a post-it note on the board in the office on Modern Life is Goodish forever and ever. We wanted to do stuff about frequently asked questions because it's a, it's a thing that I really enjoy. Mm. And we could never find a way of knitting it into a show. It never belonged with any of the other material in the show. But now, those sort of things, which are things I've really wanted to do, you can do because they only have to last one section of a show because yeah. it's, a, it's a quiz or a game or whatever. And you're going to move on to something new next. And the narrative is and now the next round, rather than narrative is, and that makes me think of this, yeah. which makes me think of that, and so on and so on. So it's a kind of, it's, an, it's a really nice way of being able to go, oh, we can use all those bits of material that we've been wanting to do forever. We just, we didn't want to make an episode of Goodish that was sort of, oh, here's some spare bits. Yeah, yeah. That don't belong, that feel a bit like they don't stitch together, because it would undo what Goodish was, but in this show, it feels like they belong. It's um the the frequently asked questions kicked off the first show last night and they are quite ridiculous when you actually do strip some the first one that you kicked off with yeah. was quite amazing has anybody ever asked the question that was uh, that was asked on that one was, I don't uh, I don't believe they have yeah, no, I mean no. this is the whole thing for me with frequently asked questions is that they're basically lies mm. yeah. no 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 one is asking them you've paid a marketing person to write them yeah instead of giving real answers you're telling people what you want them to know. But why are you doing it? Because no one's going to that website anyway. So you've wasted all that money and energy creating a bit of content that no one's ever going to look at. And somebody did say to me, oh, you know, it is possible. Like um, The first one we opened with was uh, to Mars, the chocolate bar people. Mm. What are the five principles and how long have you had them? <laughs> As if anyone in a news agent's picking up a Mars. And, well, I might buy it. <laughs> but I want to know. Yeah. What? I'll go and ask them. Like yeah. No one's ever... Ask that question, and you know they haven't. One of them was uh, Link, Link's antiperspirant. 
how do I use links antipersonal? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody did point out to me that oh, you know it is possible that, it, that there are people who might not know yeah. which parts of the body or exactly what you're supposed to do with it. You know, who? Like, you know, like one, <laughs> yes, who? But even if we accept that that is true, do we really think they are capable of navigating the internet to that page to yeah. ask that question? Yeah. I mean, they're not competent at most of life. How are they going to get there? <laughs> I did love the one last night as well where the question. Uh, so you kind of you reversed it then, and the question was, uh, can I use blank on my uh, arthritis, and I was sitting there. What did he say? And unfortunately, it was WD forty. <laughs> yes, it was. somebody has fr- asked that question frequently. Many people have asked the question: Can I use WD forty well, on what, my though? joints? Because I was doing the live links, so I was getting all these tweets coming in, mm. and we had two or three from people saying, "My gran used to use it on her knees." <laughs> so there is. Yeah. evidence out there that people have been doing it but I wasn't allowed to read those out on air I think because of some kind of broadcasting yeah, guideline in case. don't try that at home yeah, yeah. kids uh, really yeah <laughs> and um, yeah so you, you'll have a panel of uh, three funny people alongside yeah. you say sharing the load chipping in every yeah. week yeah yeah and it's been a really because I because I basically do one man shows and, and the stuff I've done on telly has been one man shows and I haven't really done a panel show for ages so I, I'd kind of forgotten what it was like to hang out with some other comics yeah, that was you know you always come up through that world, but I've kind of left that a little bit behind, and I, I miss it. I, I really liked. I always enjoyed that atmosphere. So it was just it was actually really fun to make some shows with some other people. Mm, good stuff. So how many how many weeks you're running for? It's eight shows. So we, the first ones uh, went out yesterday. Yeah, uh, I think it's repeated on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but it's always available on UK TV. Ten Play. o'clock at night. On Ten o'clock the day. on a Monday. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, we got sort of Jimmy Carr and Catherine Ryan and uh, uh, Sarah Barron and Phil Wang were on that one. Phil Wang's on again. We got Jimmy Carr on twice. So, yeah. like, people, we've mixed it up quite a lot. Some Good really, stuff. like, uh, really brilliant new people like Jessica Foster Q and Darren Harriet are on it as well. They're brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. And the live show with, is oh, with great PowerPoint comes great responsibility. Yeah, I saw that show that I yeah. saw last year. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. I think show. the last Enjoy. time I saw you, I was talking about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're still doing it. <laughs> they won't let me stop. <laughs> you've, you've, how many have you got left? Uh, there's about, I don't know, 20 or so left. This is the, we've extended the tour three times. Right. There was kind of a big gap between the second leg of the tour and the third because we took time off to make mod, uh, the, the new TV show. Yeah. Um, so we, we sort of had to take a bit of a hiatus and then, and then get back to it. And it's been, um, it's been really fun. We sort of like we've been really covering the miles on this on this leg. We uh, last week we we're in Aberystwyth and then Yeovil. Okay, not, not a journey no, I think obviously. many people have made <laughs> yeah. before yeah. from one to the other. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's, um, it's still really good fun show to do. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Football wise, we have a quick. This could be the year for Liverpool, Dave. Could <sighs> yeah, let's not? not let's not get. Let's not get too excited really? too soon. I mean, I'm, I I love I loved last season. I, I I so enjoyed last season. Obviously, I'd have loved it if we'd won the the league. Weirdly, I think Man City fans would have loved it if they won the Champions League. They would have been, they would have happily not won the league if they'd won the Champions League, yeah. and, and vice versa for Liverpool fans. Um, but but it was still such an entertaining season. You forget sometimes that football is an entertainment, and right now for the last twenty four months or whatever, Liverpool have been incredibly entertaining to watch, and so I'm just enjoying that. I've mm. got a, I have got a ticket for the Napoli game okay. at Anfield, oh, so I'm very excited for that. Good stuff. It's good. And uh, what else? What else are you up to at the moment? I suppose that's taking up most of your time. That is, is most really? of my time. Yeah. Um, it is. A, it's a slightly different schedule on this tour because I'm basically taking a bit of time out each week to make sure I actually see my family. <laughs> I'd like my my four year old son to know that I'm his dad. Yeah. yeah. Is he um, a Liverpool fan, or has he given uh, him any choice? He hasn't really expressed much of an interest in football. Right. 
Okay. Um, he did. We, we were driving past the football field where some people were playing recently. He said, look, Daddy, some people are playing goalkeeper. Oh. <laughs> so he's obviously got something in his head about it that's yeah. come from nursery. But uh, So we have got him a set of goals in the garden, right. and, and he's going to play goalkeeper soon. Has he got a selection know. of Czech shirts? I bet he has. He's got two. <laughs> yeah. When he was born, when he was born, he had about thirty because every, everyone bought them as ironic presents for a baby. Yeah. But now that we're basically the people who buy his clothes, he's got two. Okay. Uh, how many of how many of you got, Dave? You ever counted them up? Uh, I, I did recently. I have forty-two um, at the moment. That's not bad. But I give them away um, oh, quite okay. frequently because well, the reason I've got forty-two is not because I've bought forty-two. It's because telly people live in this bubble where they think you must have a new shirt for each episode <laughs> because wearing the same clothes twice is unusual. In even though actually it's what all of us do all the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but they, they live in that world, and so they keep buying me new ones, and they keep saying, "No, no, take it." And so what I do, I'm, uh, I have a mailing list and things, and every now and then I just say, who wants one? And we'll have a little competition. And I, <laughs> I give them away to try and reduce the numbers because it's... Um, yeah, I, in the world of TV, there's been plenty of examples when people, they kind of, they, they, they make quite bitty TV shows and you never know which bits are going to appear in which episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wear, they wear the yeah. same clothes all of the time. Yes, the, yeah. the when, when you do well. Taskmaster, you have to yeah. wear the same clothes for all of your tasks. Of course, yes. For yes. some reason, even yes. though people know they're all done on different days. But mm. it's, it's still, it's the code. Fair enough. Um, yeah, on, on this, I just have this like ridiculously bulging wardrobe of too many shirts. So I, I happily... I wash them first so that nobody can extract my DNA and implicate me in any of the crimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that happening, yeah, obviously. No, of course you don't. Well, Dave, no. lovely to see you. Lovely to see my you. pleasure, and, uh, all the very best with terms and conditions apply. Thank you very much. Uh, every... It was Tuesday last night. Monday. It was Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. <laughs> I just... What a week. It yeah. was Monday, <laughs> and it's uh, at uh, 10 o'clock uh, for an hour on Dave for the next eight weeks and repeat throughout the week and of course you can download it and watch at your leisure we will catch up with you soon Dave thanks Look very forward much to it. cheers guys Dave Gorman there's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. It's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. And uh, Andy, what did you want to say? Well, in the early hours of tomorrow morning, mm. uh, Boca will be playing River in the second leg of the Copa Libertadores semi-final. We'll get a report from Tim Vickery It's 2-0 to, to, to River from the first leg. Yes, a much better, they're a much better team than Boca at the moment. And uh, But Boca have drafted in. It's basically... The, of drafting in Mystic Meg to oh, their right. backroom staff. Astrologer Carlos Oliver uh, basically says that uh, he's got a margin of error he estimates at 80%. Does that mean he's 80% wrong? Yeah. <laughs> or 80% <laughs> right. He says, Boca will score the first goal and then the second and tie the series. Then they will hit the knockout blow. Uh, but apparently, uh, River... You can not- see why they took him on. He's saying all the right things <laughs> from their point of view, <laughs> yes. isn't he? Yeah. And River, they've already they've got their own, of course. They would do a Mexican psychic Calypto, who is... <laughs> Isn't that a Calypto. drink? A drink or an ice lolly, I can't yeah. remember. That guy really does evil, said Carlos. He's a witch doctor who likes to injure and send off players. That's why I told the Boca fans they have to be protected in the return match because they're being worked against. I'm combating Calypto's negative energy. No, you're not, mate. They're still going to lose. This is ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? He's you've, now both saying, got two, you've both <laughs> got two clairvoyants working for you. <laughs> you know, it's a they could probably game. have a punch-up on the touchline, couldn't <laughs> they? They should. Calypto says that the Bombonera, that's the uh, Bocca's ground, will fall down. <laughs> will fall down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. And the other bloke says he's trying to suspend the game through some dark energetic manipulation. Anyway, right, okay. fortunately they have to play a game of football. They do, fine. thankfully, yeah. Just hope that we don't go down that same route in the Premier League. Now, uh, mm. Andy, you brought yes. me bird news earlier on today, <laughs> Yes, I was reading in the, uh, well, actually a lot of the papers were at the Times, Tom Whipple in the Times today, he's written a piece about this bird that has now been acknowledged to be the loudest bird in the aviary world. No, that's not the avian world, not the aviary world. The aviary world. Aviary world's a magazine, isn't it? The avian world. Avian world. Yes. Hello, I'm avian world. Hello, I'm avian world. (laughs) So I thought, well, I'll have a listen to this thing. And uh, it makes a really remarkable... It's weird. It sounds quite mechanical, doesn't yeah, it? It yeah. sounds like it's almost the window of opportunity. You can play that instead of the klaxon. This is the bird. What's the bird called again, Andy? Uh, the uh, bell... Bell white? Bell bird. The bell bird. Bell bird. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Here it is. You sure? <laughs> that can't be a bird. Bell bird, yeah. The it's male like, white. It sounds like they're testing the PA <laughs> at the football, <laughs> does. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Will Mr. Grey please report? It sounds like one of those, doesn't it? So well, the, I was hoping it was going to be like a very loud screech so we could compare it to uh, a tennis player. Well, look, we thought we'd give it a try anyway because uh, the, lou- the loudest noise we, we've ever heard ever was at Michel, Michel Larcher de Brito, the tennis player, when, during rallies. Mate. So we thought if, if the bellbird, if that's really like what Harry it's meets called, Sally, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll have what she having it's the bellbird versus Michel Archie de Brito uh, and let's game. cross now to Wimbledon <laughs> there we are three games to one for oh, she's a tennis player and the other one's a bird yes so, it's not surprising I thought we just joined that game he was lucky to get one game wasn't he he did well I think he did pretty well, yeah. yeah and yeah. staying, you wouldn't with... want one like in like people have minor birds or parrots. You wouldn't want that going on in your ear all the time. No, you wouldn't. It's a very strange noise, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, there you go. Uh, we're not likely to see it one over here. But talking of tennis, Alan King wrote to the Sun this morning. Oh yeah. 
honestly. Well, these people of, are almost your friends, aren't they, they are. Andy? These Alan, people, they write to the papers. They're like I'm the, having a gathering like your posse. Are you really? <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? And then I they'll write to, do... to the paper and say, wasn't it fantastic <laughs> to see all of my fellow newspaper letter writers all together in I one place? I wanted to do a documentary about these people because they, they're serial letter writers. I thought it would be interesting to see their lives and what inspires them. It's, you know, what makes them write these letters. But anyway, I'm, I've never pitched it to anybody. Well, probably for still a, good a chance, Andy. You can get that away, I'm sure you <laughs> I'm can. I'm sure I can't. Yeah. Anyway, Alan, my old mate, Alan King. Yeah. Uh, my good, very good friend. I must have a photo taken of him on Twitter, like Moose. Yeah. From Oldham. He's written this. He said, With the country at loggerheads over Brexit, it was so refreshing to watch Andy Murray win his first trophy after the hip injury that threatened to end his career. Andy is an inspiration to us all. You think, yes, he is, but what's it got to do with Brexit? It's incredible, really. I couldn't just put the two things together somehow, really. It is a beautiful link, isn't it? It's just beautiful. Just a reminder, we mentioned in the first hour that uh, the good people at Yale University have said that within seven words, people make their mind up mm. about you, and that could be in a job interview or anywhere else. It only takes... That that first impression thing is so key, just it is seven key, words. Yeah. It's a bit unfortunate, because sometimes you get to meet people and get to know them, and you realise, actually, they're really nice. So yeah. But no, but they, mistake, it's, it's yeah. their reading of you. It's not about, you know, you, oh, sometimes yeah. you can you can just say something and you get it horribly wrong, and you'll, you'll, you'll never get back from that. You'll never come back from that you, with, with that person for whatever reason. Yeah, it's true. I mean, knowing that, sort of having that in mind when you meet somebody important for the first time, and you know it's the first seven seconds. You could actually practice those seven seconds, but then that might put you off as well. <laughs> practice. So anyway, we're thinking that the, the day you made a quite terrible first impression, if you want to share that with the class today, uh, what did you say? Maybe it was the seven words, but uh, that first moment, in-laws, job, whatever it was, talksport.com forward slash H&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, this is the first. I've never heard of anything like we're this. We're going to be chatting. Well, it's the, the subject and the, the way we're going to discuss it, because uh, we'll kick off with the subject. Anyway, there you are, mid-race, you're mid-marathon, and uh, you need a bit of fuel. We need to take on some fuel. Mm. And what better than um, 60 grams of pureed mashed potato? <laughs> Apparently better than common carbohydrate gels. I don't know if Mo Farah or uh, Elliot Kipchoge turns to that mid-race, but maybe they should do because the science does stack up. Here to tell us more from the University of Illinois is Nicholas Bird. Nicholas is mid-lecture, uh, I understand, so he's, uh, his class are listening in. So well, we appreciate him coming Good afternoon, on. Nicholas. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, hello. Yeah, we got a class full of eager young minds uh, listening as well. Fantastic. Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> Any athletes among them, Nicholas, who've, who've tried the, the, um, the potato mid-race refuel? Yeah, I guess relative to me, everybody's an athlete. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd imagine some of them are athletes, per se. <laughs> what, what made you think this would work in the first place? Well, we have a, a pretty diverse research team, you know, working um, with actually, you know, elite athletes on, on the team. So I'd say some anecdotal evidence on their part um, certainly help provide a compass uh, to suggest, um, you know, this is, a, this is a strategy. I mean, at the end of the day, you just need a, a source of carbohydrate that can get into circulation. Um, and certainly, you know, the high glycemic index of potatoes um, falls right in line with that sort of type of carbohydrate. Um, so it's just a matter of um, putting some evidence base behind, um, you know, pretty much the applied evidence. Because there are athletes out there that actually do utilize, you know, whole food-based carbohydrate sources to support um, exercise performance. Um but again, I guess 
this was just providing some science behind such a strategy. I mean, obviously, the the the, the, the carbohydrate gels is the practicality of them is 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 the advantage, uh, probably less so than than um, pureed mash. But as you said, you weren't you weren't offering it seriously as an alternative mid race to to elite athletes. You were basically saying that this could be an alternative, uh, or is there a more practical way to kind of offer yeah. uh, what, what, what no, you're talking I mean, about? No, absolutely. I mean, I you know, would I say that an athlete um, should use, you know, 100% potatoes as a race fueling strategy? Probably not. But it is important that we diverse, you know, diversify these menus, you know, as you get later on into the races, as you were suggesting some of the more prolonged races, such as a marathon. I mean, one of the common complaints um, is that the, the high sweetness of gels just become less ap- appetizing. Mm. You know, it is quite a sweet burst. Um, and so just to provide a savory option, um, was one of our goals. Um, so, you know, to, to sort of mix in, you know, mashed potatoes or potato puree as a, as a strategy. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, um, to me and also, um, potatoes are a little more nutrient dense. Um, so, you know, we're also diversifying the diet in terms of, um, their, uh, diet scores or quality as well. So there is, I, th- I think there is a, an applied component to it, I guess, sure. the short end. There, there is one issue, of course, uh, over the the gels. Um, th- this uh, piece I read today about your study points out that the puree makes uh, can make athletes, whoever's trying it, more flatulent, uh, which is not great if you're in the peloton, of course. No. Well, at least not for your competitors. No. No, the, um, um, no, I mean, you know, this is it. Um, so, you know, whenever you introduce a new strategy to an athlete um, and they haven't you know, trained with it regularly, there's always going to be some issues, right? And certainly our our participants, um, we're not training on a regular basis with, you know, uh, potato puree ingestion. Um, You know, this is in line with this gut training theory is that you can sort of, your gut can adapt, um, you know, to handle different types of substrate. Um, And so, you know, anecdotally, we did have two participants that, um, you know, had past experience with using potatoes as a race fueling strategy. Um, and they certainly fared a little, a little better. Um, but again, you know, if this is something you're going to try, you should certainly incorporate it within a, a training regimen um, before you, you know, hit the finish line with a bag of potatoes. And <laughs> expect, uh, expect I wonder if this has more practical application in tennis, because uh, there you see players refueling bananas, all sorts of stuff, but they have time. So, you know, they have this thing where they play for four and a half, could be four and a half, five hours in sapping weather, whatever. Yeah. But they do have that break every sort of two games where you could sit and, you know, literally you could have a bit of baked potato. You could. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to see if somebody like Roger Federer. Serena, suddenly. Serena, yeah. Some mash. Would be, would be interested in this. I wonder, I wonder if that's worth looking at. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, you know, any – Every athlete, you got to tailor whatever strategy to that particular type of sport or particular even within the sport, a particular athlete. You know, certainly if somebody's experiencing, you know, um, just hunger, you know, and they need something a little more satiating then using a whole food based strategy, I could see that being being possible. Um, um, So I, you know, and again, we even we mixed in some sodium and into the potato puree to, to ensure that we were protecting against, you know, hyponatremia. Obviously, during a race, you're sweating a lot, losing electrolytes. So it's important that you replace um, that aspect as well. Um, so, 
When you puree what, potatoes, though, you do get if you if you over stir them, you get a lot of starch, don't you? They become very sticky. So, did you have to sort of be careful how you actually pureed the potato? Um, yeah, I well, yeah, you know, I'm um, I'm more of a, a manager, more uh, science guy. Somebody has he has, a, he has <laughs> someone come in and <laughs> stir the potatoes for him. Well, Fair enough. Yeah. So certainly, some of the research team of the food scientists. Um, I, I, I must admit, they spend a lot of time. Um, you know, uh, baking and mashing potatoes. Um, that was probably a couple of their work days before we initiated the study. So there is a strategy, of course, you want to, you know, to make sure the consistency and everything makes sense. Um, you know, the, the details of that, um, I wasn't down in the trenches actually mashing potatoes. So yeah. you're blue um, sky man, no. uh, Nicholas, that's your, that's your thing. <laughs> I just, I can't believe the university of Idaho didn't get there first with this. Research. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you good know. to talk to you. Thanks for taking time out to speak to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the time. There we are. The Nicholas call. Bird there in uh, at the university like of one. Illinois. Yeah. Put it on an Idaho <laughs> potato and all that. I got it. Home of potatoes. Now, the study that, that we were talking mm. about there was supported by the Alliance for Potato Research and Education. Oh, well, fair enough. So um, we must do a short from there. <laughs> you were getting right into it, Andy. Puree questions, lots of starch left. Well, you know, well, it's you true. You like you... a spud, don't you? Well, I do, and uh, but it is m- mashed potato. Again, it's one of those things you think, well, that's a simple thing to make, mashed potato. But it surprisingly isn't. It's so easy to get you get this gloop if you over if you over puree it. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Well, Maybe you should just do a book about mashed potato. I think I will. Andy Jacobs' book of mash. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the great Muhammad Ali, a new mm. book about his brother. Um, what well, kind of telling Muhammad Ali's story, not his brother's story, although his brother's story. <laughs> He's kind of inextricably <laughs> linked. Trevor Brooking, that was. Inextricably, inextricably linked with Muhammad Ali's story. Um, uh, also, a new documentary tomorrow night, Team of the 80s. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, about Palace. Um, we'll be talking about that. And Darren Stevens is here, fine uh, cricketer. Good. That's it. Uh, have a fine evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.